0: International Welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal. I am your host, Pat Cerrois, and this is a podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro.
1: Hi, Pat. Hi, everybody. Hey, what's what's up? up,
0: Kath? How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. It's about uh, ten minutes since we recorded our last episode. Yeah, I had I some wanted... sips of diet coke. Nice. Um, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm uh, yeah. I'm excited to order dinner after this.
0: Ah, uh, delicious. I'm
1: gonna try to keep my mind. Although we are talking about food today, so I might uh, I might get kind of hungry. But
0: yeah, I was thinking about that. I was just like all day. I was like, mm, chocolate. That's <laughs> that's a tasty episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited to talk about this because this story like i was like obsessed with this when this happened were you like aware of this when this all broke like two years I, ago
0: yeah I, I had read a story about it uh i didn't i didn't i did not get caught up in the sweep i remember reading it, it was just like oh, that's fucked up uh but like i uh, the level of excitement when you told everybody we were talking about this today was palpable
1: it it like went sort of moderately viral on twitter because there's there's a lot of goofy shit in here but yeah
0: i don't, I don't know if it, like i know of like the act like the story and that's it i don't know of the fucking like uh any of the chicanery that fucking followed
1: <laughs> yeah so we're talking today we're talking about the masked brothers um of the chocolate fame uh ho, you-, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> you you you've seen their chocolate right it's like it has like really pretty wrapping uh yeah and it's a like big me- wide bars they sell them at central market in austin and at whole foods <sighs> Yeah, um,
0: I mentioned this to uh, this episode to Priscilla, and uh, then she she said she had saw the chocolate, and then she pointed the chocolate out to me one time. So.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I don't know if you've ever eaten it, but it's a pretty widespread widely available um product this chocolate bar that they make so yeah. and there's like a big origin story to this so most of the information i'm going to be talking about is from uh either quartz which reported on this uh when it happened or um the original sort of expose was on this blog called the dallas food blog so rep in texas i guess
0: yeah 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 calling it- out fucking coastal elites on their liberal bullshit <laughs> exactly. all right what we do best.
1: <laughs> They're liberal chocolate
0: bullshit. Yeah, 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 I and my family, we are Hershey's people, all right? We've always been Hershey's people. That's the only real chocolate.
1: <laughs> that is the only sovereignty I recognize. <laughs> yeah. This is a Hershey's household. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one of the things that's, like, so interesting about this story is that, like, you you realize in reading all of this that, like, there's a huge, like, chocolate subculture, which is, like, <laughs> No, I'm no offense, but like so fucking stupid. Yeah, like,
0: I mean it, it's dumb because if you're gonna have a chocolate subculture, why can't there be a vanilla subculture? And I've always, you know, it's, I've always said that.
1: Exactly, it's reverse racism. it is.
0: reverse delicious racism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so I yeah, that's what I'm going to be reading from. Um, I'm going to be reading some quotes from this. This guy on the Dallas Food Blog kind of brought this into into uh, the public eye. Apparently, it was an open secret in the chocolate world uh, for Ooh, a long I love, time. I love
0: an open secret. Yeah,
1: it's th- these guys were like th- their chocolate was like Louis CK jerking off. Everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knew, but nobody would bring it to the press. So. (laughs) Uh, from Quartz Quartz says as they tell it the Math Brothers story is a tale of creativity and invention an American dream with a hipster twist Two nice. Iowa-born Williamsburg living brothers Taught themselves to make bean-to-bar chocolate So I just want to warn our listeners Buckle up the amount of times I'm going to say bean-to-bar in the next hour <laughs> <laughs> Which is, again, I feel like a lot of this story's sort of appeal Is that bean-to-bar is a really funny phrase <laughs>
0: Yeah Yeah <laughs>
1: It kind of reminds me of when I did the Young Living one the other week uh, with they they would call it their seed to seal process this yeah like, yeah
0: that's what you you just need fucking you just need two locations and like, like we get it from here to here baby yeah. like, farm put it to together. table yeah. seed to yeah. seal bean to bar. Yeah, yeah. like
1: they all yeah. kind shoe of shoe to music-
0: foot I don't know uh, that made no <laughs> sense but
1: I mean it's it's the same sort of like it, it all just sort of works to convey this idea of like hands on old-fashioned sort of artisanal
0: yeah 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 I you know I don't just th- this chocolate doesn't go out of my fucking line of sight <laughs> between the bean yeah. to the fucking bar yeah you know a lot of these guys they get the beans they do the thing then they get a little busy it's like well where, where to go oh, now there's a bar here what happened in between <laughs> I didn't catch all the deets and not us not exactly. a, we, we stare at it Eyes
1: on.
0: <laughs> yeah Eyes on. Uh, yeah at, at mass brothers chocolate do we have a staring problem I'd say a little bit yeah we do <laughs> because we stared our chocolate every step of the process it does
1: not leave our gaze so <laughs> so they they taught themselves to make bean to bar chocolate and i'm going to get into what bean to bar means in a little bit but we're gonna this is just leave it mysterious <laughs> leave, a, leave a little ambiguity too um <laughs> yeah. so they started in 2007 and they they wrapped their chocolate in this very expensive beautiful paper and they sold it for ten dollars per bar Customers love them. Uh, What began in their apartment led to an even bigger space. Uh, The year after they incorporated in 2008, they were running a small Brooklyn factory. By 2011, it had expanded 3,000 square feet. By the next year... That's
0: like $75 million in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. That's like like nine of my apartments. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, and then by the next year, they had a factory in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, which is, like, a really big industrial area in Brooklyn. Like, big, like big factories are there. It's a big yeah. manufacturing space. Um, they opened in London. They had a factory in Los Angeles. Like, they were growing like crazy. Uh, in 2015, before this story broke, uh, the Williamsbor- Williamsburg Retail Outlet alone pulled in $28,000 in chocolate sales in just one weekend. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. They're riding high on this. It's it's a uh, it's a veritable uh, chocolate fountain, if you will, of cash.
0: <laughs> Whenever their empire comes crashing down, or they're just like found in a hotel room, like just covered in chocolate, all smeared. And they're like, all right, we finally got him. Like it's just that that wild fucking rocket ride just came to an end.
1: Yeah, like all their all their sort of like uh, partying, like rich lifestyle is just all just with chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> just, them yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just like just chugging brown, chocolate.
0: Yeah, brown ass nostrils.
1: and <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they were riding high but then uh these allegations came out and these allegations were that uh the mass brothers at least for a while we're just buying chocolate from a commercial chocolate manufacturer and remelting it into their own bars and selling it. So, fuck shame for shame. Eight, like it's it's funny because like it do- at first you read this story and again like I can see how you would read this and go, oh that's dumb and like keep going because it's like. Yeah. Oh you're still getting chocolate Like Yeah well I, mean, I definitely cares?
0: understand Like I mean I, 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 I'm I, not just like I don't care either way Like I like, I could get If I was paying $10 for some chocolate These right. guys are on the back They have a fucking novel Detailing how they haven't Stopped looking at the chocolate Since they bought it Like, right. like I, I I would be like oh, okay I can understand That I think I'm getting This type of product Out of there And now it's like Oh you're selling it To the same shit That like they make Those like fundraising Candy bars out of like, yeah, you know, yeah The, the same it, source
1: I, I just feel like It just gets so much Like weirder And like down this like weird spiral like we'll get into it and the the original expose is literally thousands of words long it's like (laughs) and it's so engrossing like you read it you're like oh they remelted chocolate oh that's dumb like yeah. That they tricked a bunch of hipsters, like whatever. But you read it and it's just like, oh, uh, it's so crazy. So All right, let's dive in. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about what bean to bar means. So okay. bean to bar basically means you have uh what's called a single origin chocolate. So you get the cacao beans raw from the grower, you roast them, you grind them, you make them into c- like the chocolate, the
0: cocoa paste paste,
1: and then add a little sugar. And that's like all that's in it. Like, and and you were in charge of every aspect of that process. And it's, it's hard to do. So, um, the Dallas food blog says making chocolate from the bean costs substantially more in time, labor, raw materials, space requirements, and equipment. Uh, it it costs substantially more than remelting and molding bulk chocolate from an industrial producer. (laughs) Selling remelted chocolate as bean-to-bar chocolate is unfair to any consumer who buys it. However, it is a particular affront to honest competitors who have higher costs yet are penalized by having to compete on price with fraudulent products. And it it grieves sophisticated retailers and consumers who want to see the hard work and integrity of legitimate bean-to-bar makers appropriately awarded in the market. So it's like, it's sort of like there's this problem where they're ripping people off, but then it's also, like, they're like the Carlos Mencia of chocolate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, all the other chocolate people are like, these fucking hacks are yeah, getting all yeah. this press and they don't even do it right. Like, it's yeah. so... <laughs> there's, like, a whole industry that, like, hates these guys. It's really... It's it's special. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I, it's so you know. What's funny is you talk about like some people are indifferent to like whatever you know, like oh, that's not that big of a deal. Like I remember like trying to explain like to like non comedian friends of mine like you know joke stuff or lying about credits and I'd be like yeah, but you know like, like that guy only gets booked because he lied about the credits. And, like my friend would be like right, I mean, so like, what is he, like they still book him though, right? I'm like yeah, but god damn it, like right, like
1: the, he's the, supposed the, to come do the work. Like he's supposed yeah, to come- yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, like it means something, you know, like it like it, it, it actually matters.
1: Yeah. So, in the chocolate community, the suspicions of remelting began early. Uh, The Mass Brothers original bars had a taste and texture that was too much like the palate-friendly kind available at the drugstore to be truly bean-to-bar. So, this is an early uh, review of Oh um, man, how
0: tight would it be to be one of those people that caught it early on? Like, man, I've been as soon as I tasted that shit, I knew it wasn't right.
1: Like, just <laughs> That's <laughs> this guy in Texas. who's just like, Mm-mm, yeah, this shit ain't right.
0: Yeah, well, uh, mm, no nah, sorry, buddy. Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> he went and filmed the video in his car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I just, I, I just got off work. I just ate the the bean to bar chocolate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is this ain't bean to bar. I know my yeah. bean to bar. This ain't bean to bar. Yeah, no sir. <laughs> So he writes, In early March 2008, a few months after Mass Brothers began selling bars at weekend markets in Brooklyn, I obtained three of their bars through a chef friend. Tasting each bar raised red flags. Small bean-to-bar makers generally source cacao with distinctive flavor characteristics and often, unfortunately, flaws that persist through minimalist processing in the finished chocolate. Yeah. But each mass bar had a flat, roasty, anodyne flavor typical of industrial manufacturers using bulk cacao from Western Africa. More suspiciously, the texture was as smooth and slick as store-bought cov- Coverture. I'm going to use the word Coverture a lot. It basically okay. just means like the pre the chocolate that you buy to melt down. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, coverture from a multinational behemoth which is unimaginable from a small maker using tabletop stone grinders so they were yeah. saying they were grinding all of these beans and stuff uh almost by hand in incredibly small batches and you get like you get inconsistencies and you get a different texture and that's like yeah. what's supposed to be interesting about bean to bar chocolate yeah so you so writes, you
0: tell me yeah, you, you, all weekend y'all just been in there just fucking grinding up cho- yeah i've been doing anything else dude. Like-
1: yeah dude bean to bar yeah, man i yeah. live the bean to bar lifestyle dude yeah that's all I do on,
0: on Instagram. Yesterday, you were at a, a restaurant. You, know, you would not have time to do that if you were in there just constantly grinding chocolate.
1: <laughs> so the last oh. line of this that I think is really funny is: if the mass Brothers did make that chocolate, I have never seen such a perfect mimic of blandly competent middle market industrial <laughs> chocolate before, nor have I in my nearly eight years since. Oh. I just love the phrase. I love the phrase "blandly competent." Like that's yeah. such a good burn. Ugh. Yeah
0: yeah 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 again like with the comics like hey you know he does his job whatever he's blandly what a yeah.
1: fucking roast yeah unlike yeah. Bla- unlike what they did to those beans that's a fucking yeah. roast <laughs> oh shit <laughs> man
0: i'd hate to be these dudes right now man I'm telling
1: you,
0: getting drug
1: so a lot of people concurred a lot of people were like this seems fishy um yeah. And, and like some people there's their proof comes out, but so basically like there are new, there are a couple occasions of them talking to various people privately saying uh, that they do use this industrial chocolate. So there's an email um, the next year. Uh, in t- or around the same time, he was trying these bars. I guess in February 2008, uh, Oklahoma chef Larry Gober reached out to Rick Mast, who's one of the Mast Brothers, about buying Mast Brothers chocolate. As shown in emails, uh, he asked where they were sourcing the chocolate from. Rich told him that they mostly source from Venezuela, Ecuador, Dominican Republic, and Madagascar. Quote, we also receive cocoa paste from Valrona, which is the industrial chocolate manufacturer, that we will sometimes use as a base as we experiment with new recipes. We are from bean to bar and hope to be exclusively bean to bar by the end of the year once our, quote, laboratory is complete. So... (laughs)
0: That ain't you, motherfucking. you are building the side of a mountain, you know? Like
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we, we, y'all aren't fucking bean to bar, man. Yeah, we yeah, the bean yeah, to yeah, bar. No, you're not. You're buying uh, industrial chocolate. That's yeah, you can't, yeah, thing. if you
0: say, I hope to be totally bean debar, to bar, that'd be like, <laughs> like, you know, I hope to six to eight months to be totally drug free. Now, like, right. at the time, right. it's like,
1: yeah, lethal, I'm kind
0: I of am- on heroin.
1: Well, I am sober, but I hope to be exclusively yeah. sober. It's like, yeah. I'm sober right now. I'm going to get drunk later. Like- <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like it's like in a, I, I found out of my, my dad's probate case uh, with common law marriage. Uh, if you make plans to marry, you are not common law married because if you're common law married. You're uh, married. So why would you make plans to get married? And that- that's a good tip. Yeah, that helped us out tremendously in that court case.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is a very good tip. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, these accounts contradict the statement from the Mass Brothers PR team, which stated, we made our chocolate from bean to bar when we started. Uh, similarly in a response to an inquiry from grub street the math the mass brothers wrote needless to say we are then and are now a bean to bar chocolate maker
0: so, <laughs> See, yeah, we, oh man, we, needless to say like it's it's there's no need to say it but here i am Duh, playing hated. ball fucking yeah. saying it
1: <laughs> so this is where it gets kind of fun so after all these people started emailing them and saying, hey, do you use industrial chocolate? Because this doesn't seem right. After that all happened, they did start making their own chocolate after they got caught. And guess what? They sucked at it. It wasn't good.
0: <laughs>
1: so they thought they could try to do it. Like, he, another review from the same guy it says during the summer of 2009, after the Mass had been selling to the public for over a year and a half, something peculiar happened. The Mass Brothers product line shifted dramatically. Soon, nearly every bar was being made from Madagascar Dominican cacao. I tried a few of the Madagascar bars early in the fall of that year and had no trouble believing they made the chocolate themselves, <laughs> albeit. <laughs> albeit poorly <laughs> so it's like yeah well now there's no doubts because this sucks this yeah is not good uh it says the distinctive traits of the cacao bright fruity acidic shown through unfiltered and uncontrolled uh by conking which i don't know what that means but it's presumably some special chocolate magic
0: uh, yeah 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 uh, the elf magic that's it, yeah. they do it. They do it in a tree. It, it, it's too complicated. I don't want to get into it here, but
1: exactly. Yeah. Um. And he says the texture was coarse and muddy, so doesn't like Oh, coarse and muddy. Yeah, like it just like all of this oh. is just like like it's just yeah, just like a high a high grade snaps Like oh shit, like, yeah, he <laughs> it coarse and muddy. Yeah. So like, I mean, that sounds pretty gross. I'm just imagining yeah. like chocolate with like sticks in it and stuff
0: yeah like, yeah yeah the fucking Just, like, stem in that motherfucker <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> there's like husks you know yeah 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 <laughs>
0: A feather somehow. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> just like some guy's fingernail. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, my my uh, girlfriend loves like dark ass chocolate, mm-hmm. and uh like she like we were watching something, and they were like, you could basically go to this. It was in Mexico. It was this uh, like like little little stand in Oaxaca, and they were like, you could tell them what percentage of cacao you wanted in the chocolate. Ooh, you could just give like them a number. For you. Yeah, they would make that for you, and like I, she was just like, what if you were just like nine ninety nine. I was like, I guess you could do that. Uh, no, nope, they're get... like
1: that's illegal. We can't. Yeah, yeah, No yeah. one they're can like, have that much chocolate.
0: Called down, like, yeah. You, you try to get back to the states. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chocolate. I feel like it's it's so bitter. Like, I don't know if that would be good. But I respect yeah. her choices. And yeah, yeah, I hope yeah One yeah. day, uh, you bring her to the Oaxacan chocolate stand. Yeah, I yeah, know it's it's uh it's on um, Why the uh, fuck you know. haven't you brought her to the Oaxacan chocolate stand, Pat? <laughs> like,
0: it's my, it's on my first line of business in like twenty twenty three. I'm gonna take her to the Oaxacan <laughs> chocolate stand.
1: <laughs> awesome. Um so yeah, the like part of their story part of the Mass Brothers story is that they are, like, self-taught. Like, they had to do everything themselves. Like, that's, like, a big part of their narrative is that (laughs) they were the first people doing uh, small-batch bean-to-bar chocolate. They had to invent all of their techniques and all this stuff. So they said... They told... there's so many quotes from them because they got so much press. Like they got yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They seem like they're the type that. of liars that are like ready to openly discuss the lie. Like, no, let's literally like you know like like where there's there's by the time that it's all said and done, there's like hours of them denying the, the, yeah. the fact. You know, yeah.
1: There's so many sources in this. It's crazy. <laughs> so this is uh, from some Australian magazine they gave an interview with. They said we've had to come up with how everything is done every step of the way because there was no such thing. as small batch chocolate makers um
0: I, really was there not that because it's no that's like a the, total lie that's
1: yeah a it total just feels like there, there
0: was it feels like there was that
1: <laughs> i'm not even in this uh occult chocolate subculture and i know that yeah so
0: yeah, like, yeah 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 like if somebody i was talking to somebody like yeah you know we were really the first guys to just do like music which is three people in the band i'm like no, no i don't I think there was that's been done before
1: <laughs> yeah so they're like positing themselves as like the like innovators of this industry and everything so they have a they had a cookbook come out and they're talking about their early process in this cookbook and it's like they describe roasting in a coffee drum roaster three pounds of beans at a time cracking cacao shells with a hand mill used for crushing barley and home brewing um, and winnowing the husks uh, from the news I love how
0: these Brooklyn brothers uh, they were like well we had you know tools laying around from other stupid fucking businesses
1: you know? <laughs> yeah other fucking like super expensive toys we bought yeah yeah yeah, yeah chisel hobbies. hammer for,
0: for breaking open hops one hop at a time i just get a <laughs> i i did that for a few a few years
1: <laughs> yeah i roasted coffee for a while I yeah. Just, you
0: know. yeah i was making wooden shoes so <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah they they mentioned this is going to come up again so i want to emphasize they mentioned winnowing the husks from the nibs which is separating the outer part from the inner part using fans and hair dryers
0: hey what you do in the bedroom is on you baby <laughs> like <laughs>
1: So they say there's no there was no such thing as commercial equipment for small batch chocolate making you can't say i'm going to start a small chocolate company and then go online and get a couple machines well, you uh, just can't do it they really this is very well sourced again yeah they said yeah this, <laughs> like like what well,
0: I mean, like you like this is like obviously not true like where'd you get the fucking idea from you were the first person to think of that you you guys were the first ones like hey, let's make chocolate but like little little batches of chocolate yeah <laughs> no no Humanity's really, been here for a long time. Like we've done that before.
1: This is a quote I really enjoy. Um, the tour guide at the Williamsburg factory told Quartz, which is the news outlet publishing this piece, the the tour guide told the Quartz person at the Williamsburg factory that the brothers figured everything out themselves through trial and error using only ancient or Mayan techniques. She couldn't remember which.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> this, this, this is like the North Korea of chocolate companies and shit. Like,
1: just you can just you get imagine like, your state in-
0: spot? You get the state sponsored tour they bring you through and it's like oh yes mass brother is very much good at making this (laughs) chocolate from a mayan technique or perhaps ancient i forget which i am not as smart as the mass brothers
1: (laughs) yeah i just i just imagine like this tour tour this woman giving a tour in williamsburg and she's like yeah they use like ancient Incan and Mayan <laughs> techniques, and like, and the reporter's like, Incan, Incas, Incas and Mayas are different people. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. don't remember which one. <laughs> oh man! But uh, it's like. Ancient, like yeah. they used hair dryers in ancient Incan Empire to <laughs> Here's a fun thing, fun thing for the listeners:
0: if you know this lady's social media, just just message her and be like, "Hey, how do you sleep at night?" Just ask her that. Just, you know, just <laughs> tell us, tell us what she says because yeah, I've got a is, few things I'm trying to sleep through. So
1: she's a North Korean propaganda officer. Like, yeah, that's
0: her yeah. Job. yeah. <laughs> so she's in North Korea. she's like Kim Jong Il is like fucking dope as fuck. Like, <laughs> uh, why would you want to leave? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like no food, but you're skinny. Like, yeah. Who cares?
0: <laughs> I guess if you're fat, you may want to leave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, anyway, like, yeah, there's a lot of documented evidence of them saying like there's no kit you can buy to do this. Like, we had to figure everything out, but actually, there were chocolate kits and standard equipment. And there is documented evidence that the Mass Brothers bought one of them from the guy who <laughs> sold them.
0: Dude, it's not like I can just buy something for twenty nine ninety-nine from <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> uh, it's not like I could just go out and procure a, a chocolate mill or whatever the fuck they make it with a mill? Is it a mill or a press?
1: Yeah, so the they do there's a cocoa mill involved in this, and this is like where it gets so crazy. So they're like saying all this stuff, but there's a public website called Chocolate Alchemy that they used to post on all the time that was a website devoted to people doing this. Oh, and like, I
0: bet there's a lot of things like, hey, I just got the, the Chocolate Max 3X3 and I'm yeah. having a little trouble with the bake setting. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: the, the website even goes so far, the website included that tip about the blow dryer. Like they took yeah. that right from the website. Like they didn't make that up. They read it somewhere. Yeah. And there's like, yeah. <laughs> there's a specific, like this guy who sold this these chocolate manufacturing, this chocolate manufacturing equipment just John Nancy, who he's like really the one who did start doing this. Like he was like actually the first producer. He has a receipt of of them (laughs) buying (laughs) this machine. It's called a Krakenstein cocoa mill, which is hilarious. Crack time. Krakenstein.
0: Krakenstein. Ah, that's what's uh we well used to call this dude in my neighborhood. Right <laughs> Big dude, all crack called Krakenstein.
1: <laughs> yeah, bolts in his neck. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, 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 It was like a fashion statement kind of thing. Was...
1: <laughs> so yeah, they even have the note from the order. It says, We can't thank you enough for all you've done. Your site is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like so much documented evidence that they're fucking lying. Yeah. Oh, and man. and they and also also, like, not only are they lying, they didn't buy this cocoa machine until they had already been a company for two years. So, yeah. like, they clearly weren't <laughs> making their own chocolate before that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's so ridiculous. So, anyway, uh, they try to kind of go bean to bar. Uh, it, they aren't getting good reviews. Um they most of the ones they sell are not their bean to bar ones they're their sort of like milk chocolate and like more normal quote-unquote normal like drugstore type things um but they're still selling for ten dollars per bar so that's not unheard of in this like artisanal chocolate subculture but it's still high yeah um most places charge like eight for something similar
0: yeah a sensible eight (laughs) yeah
1: i mean i'm not gonna pay that much but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Somebody would. I'm fine with the you know, like Hershey's isn't great, but like yeah, I'll take Hers- some I'll take some Ritter sport, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll fuck with some lint, you know what I'm saying? So you know <laughs> some, some lint oh man, uh
1: Yeah. Or some <laughs> Ghirardelli like hell yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I used to uh there used, there was a Ghirardelli chocolate store in uh in our in the mall I worked at in Connecticut and um, my fucking homeboy Alex, who's just one of the craziest people I've ever met in my entire life, uh he would go and he would buy like very very expensive chocolate covered pretzels from the Ghirardelli store and he would keep them in his little drawer next to his workstation at work and on, on his register and uh, nice. whenever like girls that we worked with or whatever would walk up or like come over to talk and stuff he would always be like hey you want a chocolate covered pretzel and, she would, and they, oh. they, they would be like uh yeah, sure. No, they, they, they said no. He literally one time he goes, "Come on, girl. This ain't no Nestle flips bullshit.
1: This is not that good." <laughs> I bet. I bet the Mass Brothers have used that exact. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that was just such a fucking uh, odd dude. He definitely like at all times had a chocolate covered pretzel ready to roll, like a good one. I mean, I, I,
1: <laughs> I, mean, he, I would take it. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he he was good. all about
0: engineering the world around him. He was a fucking sociopath. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> you say sociopath, I say enterprising individual.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, man, so, I, when i lived in germany they have uh the like they, they're light years ahead of us on their snack game and uh mm. and it's because of the the reinheitsgebot the fucking german purity laws of fifteen sixteen. and basically it's the things that it's like hey if you're selling food it, the only thing that can be in it is food and that's it Tight. you try to put some non-food stuff in there you can't call it food so if they call it, <laughs> they want to call it chocolate it has to meet these like like they're rigorous but they're extremely basic requirements it's like well yeah. chocolate it's got to have you know milk and like no, no i can't i don't even think it's milk x it's amount
1: like, of x amount of cocoa x amount of uh sugar nothing yeah. else or whatever yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. like yeah, it's yeah. the same thing with beer it's like if you, if you want to sell it in germany call it beer it's got to have water the hops and i don't know i talked to the fucking mass brothers ask them what the hell goes into it
1: <laughs> they should know they probably don't but they should um yeah so sorry one second i'm sending you some uh some images you are going to look at later
0: okay yeah uh uh ethan just showed me a uh, a, a a before and after photo yes, we're gonna okay. we're gonna
1: talk about that in a minute so uh i did like so all of this comes out in like 2015 and like you said, it's, the Bass Brothers are fucking North Korea. Like, they do not address this. Yeah. they still in business. It's it's it, The article goes on to say, it's impossible to know whether or not the company is currently making chocolate entirely bean-to-bar because as several experts have pointed out, there is no transparency. In their cookbook, the Mass Brothers propound on the importance of transparency as early as page 5. Be honest and transparent. We demand integrity in everything we do and eagerly open ourselves up to the world with pride. That's why we opened a craft chocolate factory in the middle of new york city exclamation point um so fuck these guys is what yes. i'm saying
0: <laughs> I, I i just took a look at the, the photo i don't know if you, if you want to talk about it in a bit I'll, I'll i'll wait but yeah that's a
1: yeah it's i mean that's the next thing we're gonna get into okay, is pretty yeah. much the last thing is is pretty incredible so so yeah, uh, they basically have not answered any questions about this. Their main production facility is closed to the public. Um, the tour, you know, they don't let you take pictures or notes on the tour. It's it's a lot like going into North Korea. Um, yeah, and who, who the fuck has?
0: If you've been around for like uh, you said at one point, that, that, that it was a, they were a year in and they already had tours around their their, their factory. It's like that's a little presumptuous yeah. that you're that fucking interesting.
1: Yeah, and it like that is so much of how they got to where they are is is by doing. This sort of like made in Brooklyn artisanal, yeah. uh you know, like manufactured right here with their own two hands, like all of that kind of local slow food movement bullshit. Yeah, but it yeah. was all like completely fake. And the other thing that's like so crazy about this, which we're gonna talk about, is like their image is so associated with this. Like every single article you read talks about what they look like. There's lots of press photos of them, and they're too they look Amish, like they're Yeah, too, I mean, yeah
0: they look like they're a fucking Arthur miller novel they just look yeah like this.
1: they're old there are they are uh, there's a good episode of difficult people where john Mullaney plays a dude like this and they call him an old timey a guy who's just like he's like cosplaying yeah like old time shit like it's a thing that like white hipster men do, and it's very fucking weird. And these yeah. guys are like super into it, and it, it just adds to this idea of like the mass Brothers, an old-fashioned family business. Like, yeah, you know, well, that's, like, that's a white
0: that's a white phenomenon trade. because as good as it is for white people, we're one of the few races that when you go back in time, it just gets better and better and right. better and better. Right? And better you, and better can
1: be <laughs> you can be nostalgic. You can be nostalgic for the past, and it, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. yeah you that take that it
0: back you. sixty years, you're, you're you're like whoa. i, I I got it. Good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Things are going all right for me. (laughs) So this is really funny to me. So this is what they, this is what this guy, Dave, who blew this story open wrote, which is like, he has such, again, this is so serious to these people. He writes this with such gravitas, but it's so funny. He goes in 1989, Two photogenic young men styled their hair with matching ostentatious braids, posed on an album cover, stood behind microphones, and moved their lips. Their album held the top spot on the Billboard Top 200 for eight weeks, spawned three number one hits, earned a Grammy, and sold over 7 million copies. It all came crashing down when their producer revealed that they did not sing a single note on the album. Rick and and Michael Mast are the Milli Vanilli of chocolate. (laughs) They costumed themselves with quaint clothing and showy beards. In the fall of two thousand eight, Michael Nast even dyed his hair and beard red to better match his brother in photographs.
0: Oh, fuck you! I <laughs> yeah. So
1: I sent Pat some pictures. There's a before and after of them, and they're just they're just your run of the mill douchebags. Like yeah,
0: just- yeah, yeah. They 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 fucking. Um, I'm bringing that up. Right now Yeah they just they, they look like 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 frat boy Open micers In 2007 And yeah. a year later they, It's like 1783 And <laughs> they fucking Like that's like it, It's Oh man yeah Yeah uh, they look like
1: They look like Just your run-of-the-mill dude in 2007 who, like, likes the killers a lot. Yeah. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and you know, one of them's wearing, like, a, a scarf indoors with a T-shirt. Yeah, uh, and that has his last name on it. Yeah, one of them's wearing an island record. They're ju- they just look like your your regular-ass douchebags. And yeah. And then, yeah... I literally a year later, they are full, full yeah. like Orthodox Jew suits. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, They're like fucking like Mennonites, just walking. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's it's unsettling. Like the one, the guy with the the glasses. I like looking at him the least because he just looks like he. I don't know. He looks like uh he's gonna die of something they can't cure right now. And yeah, like, he's
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of sickly. Like I will say, like I feel like the other one. Can, he's kind of cute like he can pull off the beard but uh the one with the glasses like it's a real downgrade like he looked yeah. like a douche before but at least he looked like uh a uh adult man who was yeah. healthy yeah yeah, yeah 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 he just
0: looks gaunt in this it's yeah. like it's like it, if they never shot it, lennon if he just if john lennon just <laughs> got older
1: <laughs> but yeah i mean i guess it's it's goes with the old timey thing to look like you're dying of consumption it's just yeah, part yeah. of it so <laughs> So, yeah, these guys, they talked about authenticity and reconnecting the public to lost food ways, uh, all this local food stuff. By May of 2008, they publicly proclaimed themselves the leaders of the chocolate revolution. They literally <laughs> said that about themselves. <laughs> and the
0: leaders of the chocolate revolution. thats uh, That's
1: <laughs> insane. So... Uh, yeah, they, they got all this press. They it, it, Like their chocolate, the packaging trumped the product. It was all about how it looked, all about how it sounded, not about actually the quality of the stuff. Uh, all of the articles about them talk about their beards and the wrapping paper. Like, that's all of it. So... Through an appealing facade... This is also a really good sentence. Through an appealing facade, the early Mass Brothers was a Potemkin chocolate factory. Which is... (laughs) Do you know what a a Potemkin village is?
0: A a Potemkin?
1: A Potemkin village? A Potemkin village is something that happened during Tsarist Russia, where... The, the royalty would be coming through town, and so they would build a fake town that looked better than the real town to, like, make the royals <laughs> think that, like, everything was going great. Yeah. That's yeah, what the Potemkin yeah. village is. So I just love the idea of a Potemkin chocolate factory. Yeah. It's, like, a really funny <laughs> thing to say. So, yeah, like, they just. just yeah you yeah, like they made all of this up like yeah yeah yeah, yeah like they just come in vacation.
0: yeah it's, it's like there's like people like like in their chocolate factory like sliding down like fireman's poles and diving into chocolate like this is where we make it like
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> it's willy wonka it's yeah yeah he's, chocolate a dr- factory. yeah
0: he's got a like one of those like old-timey bicycles with the big front wheel <laughs> so like
1: uh they can confirm some of this they can't confirm all of it, but it's like, it's pretty, pretty obvious that some shady shit was up. Yeah. So since all of this came out, um, they've stopped listing the source of the beans, which is like the whole point of bean to bar chocolate is you're supposed to know where it's from. Yeah. Right. And, like it's, it's like wine. It's like, uh, it's like wine or expensive coffee where they're like where it's from is supposed to dictate how it tastes. Yeah. That's
0: like so, you were saying like they have like the, the, the bar, like this is the Madag- the Madagascar bar or whatever. And this yeah. is the whatever bar. Yeah.
1: So they stopped doing that despite also, despite proclamations in their book about connecting customers to the source.
0: Yeah. Well, they, they're when, so old timey. They were just like less words on the wrappers. <laughs>
1: Literally. They say that they say it looks better to have less words on the wrappers. So oh my God. Oh wow. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Every now
0: that <laughs> when you just nail something on the head, you said something stupid. You're like, Oh, I bet it was like that. You're like, No, it was like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <sighs> their most popular bars are their flavored bars, which no longer list a bean origin. Um, they all, they still claim they're from single origin places and that it is being to bar but there's no evidence of that and it doesn't taste like it is so they're <laughs> still trying to pull this off uh, they, the guide at the tour when asked about this cited two reasons for not listing the origins because it encourages more conversation between retailers and customers which makes no sense because yeah. most of the chocolate is sold at like grocery stores and wholesale yeah I've been talking God about
0: like, no about this I was just like a man I'm like ma'am I have things to do <laughs>
1: yeah dude I'm high and bagging groceries like, yeah, i do yeah, not care yeah. i don't I know where this fucking my bar fucking... is from
0: <laughs>
1: that bar costs an hour of labor for me i don't <laughs> care like that you're buying a ten dollar chocolate bar like go fuck yourself
0: yeah so, do you think like do, like uh at what point if they're just living this fucking facade like at what point do you okay obviously that with what they used to look like they enjoy it, it looking like that it's it, obviously they're putting on a front with this at what point do you just be like can i just not with the fucking artisanal chocolate costume today can i just put my <laughs> put my island record shirt back on and fucking just hang out <laughs> like i don't want to look like an american gothic painting right now i just want to be a person <laughs> like it, when, when does it just break for you oh man it's, yeah it, it's,
1: what a I life i don't know man so, i mean i
0: guess if, if if you the money's rolling in you're like fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna do this till i die
1: yeah so i do want to talk about that a little bit uh once once i get done with this i have like one a couple more things i want to point out the so like that was the first the first reason was it, to encourage conversation which makes no sense and then the other reason was that it looked better like literally she said that it looked better yeah, so yeah, yeah. like they're just so craven like there's no they say it's mean bar. it could be anything it could be anything they don't know um so this, this ends by saying transparency is important to all elements of the food movement, but is particularly relevant in the realm of chocolate. So this is where it gets actually kind of critical is a lot of the sort of mass produced chocolate um, made in West Africa, which is probably what they're buying. Um, if you don't know where it's from, there's a good likelihood that it, it's... Um, those companies are exploiting child labor um, Uh, and rainforest clearing. Like there's like
0: it's blood chocolate. You can't it's blood chocolate. Yeah. It's a conflict
1: chocolate. It, it, like the whole point of their thing was that it was supposed to be like local and sustainable and like all this stuff. And it's like, you're just uh, using blood chocolate, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Like (laughs) they they were were just like, no, we will be totally transparent. And like, it's like the worst, like, yeah, no, we're totally transparent. This is blood chocolate. Like you're getting it. It's It's from a good place. Tiny
1: children's hands. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) pick these cacao beans. Yeah,
0: you can still see the fingerprints of the children who rolled the bar (laughs) because we keep all the imperfections.
1: Yeah, so that's like the one thing where I'm like because part of me I think the other reason the story is sort of so seductive to people and like people get kind of I got drawn into it is because like I don't know how I feel about this because on the one hand I hate these guys yeah. but on the other hand they tricked a bunch of rich people
0: yeah and yeah.
1: like and they tricked a bunch of snobs and when somebody tricks A bunch of snobs I kind of Have a little bit Of a grudging respect For them in that way Yeah I yeah, mean people acted Like this chocolate Was really good So Yeah it's like the, Emperor,
0: the Emperor's New Clothes Kind of deal I don't Like
1: And, and then, it's so And it's They got Tricked with sort of The oldest tricks In the book Like these yeah. like this is <laughs> this, this was, is like this how was, you market things yeah this was ancient ink and
0: tricks like yeah this is like ancient the kind of, the kind
1: of and, ink and marketing strategy yeah
0: the kind of trick you find in like a mythology where they're like oh he was he was a trickster and like it's not that tricky of a trick because <laughs> the people who made it were oh you know like, just we're like, like
1: the first people to ever be tricked yeah yeah like, yeah, that I, much.
0: yeah I was like he said hey do you want some of this orange and he said you cannot have it <laughs> like <you> know, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a so. Yeah, I I guess.
1: Like, I just am wondering. Like, I don't know if I think it's worth it or not because, like, on the one hand, they haven't really faced any consequences because what they're doing isn't by like FDA standards. I don't believe is illegal. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, like, there are some ethical things. Like, they may be using some unethically sourced chocolate and like that isn't good but like the general grift of uh convincing people you're an artisanal chocolate factory when you're not i kind of like part of me is like yeah do it yeah like, <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know
0: i i would say like i would say do it but then like where it comes in where i would say it would fall down is like uh i'm sure like with this story like it breaks I'm sure there's people Like like they, they do get a little bit Of blowback maybe In their personal lives Or their professional lives Yeah like I'm sure, and like, I,
1: I think It hurt their sales A little bit yeah, I, I yeah, don't think yeah. they're doing As well but they still I still see them In grocery stores all the time
0: Yeah and, and I'm sure You can't like You know if they ever Had another project They wanted to work on Like somebody out But then again it's like, If you're making chocolate It's not like comedy Where it's like Oh I made chocolate For a few years Then I branched out And then I did, you know, did sketch you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah
1: yeah, yeah uh, Took a few improv classes Yeah 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 It's like I don't
0: know Yeah I guess fucking fucking do it like it's it's weird like when you, what you can get away with as a company because there's no law that says a company has to be truthful to its consumer like well I maybe mean, there's Dude. a law but it's like it's very sketchy like uh fucking
1: yeah shout out to uh uh our oft-referenced uh I would say, Father podcast, maybe the dollop. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they they're I just listened, I just was on the bus today coming to New York, and I listened to their their two-parter on Donald Trump. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. If anybody out there, I mean, if you're listening to this, you love scams. If you're listening to this, you probably also hate Donald Trump. yeah, so <laughs> it'll be a conflicting experience for you, but like, oh man, it's good. I would not hate to uh, meet
0: somebody who listens to our podcast who hates scams and loves Trump. <laughs> it's like
1: what are you? <laughs> (laughs) What are you still doing here, man? very confused a very yeah. confused listener but yeah. yeah uh just the the things you can get away with as a business yeah. are
0: wild uh, dave barry has a, a, a I, i'm a big dave barry fan <laughs> like i was mm-hmm. as a kid but he uh he has this uh this article that, that he wrote one time where this philip morris was coming out with a brand of cigarettes called dave cigarettes and uh <laughs> and he was like well, he hates cigarettes and he was like reading the fucking like the story behind dave's and it was like dave is just a working guy a Tired of all the fancy additives and smokes or whatever, he's like he's wants some good old fashioned cigarettes. And so they made Dave cigarettes, and you know Dave Barry just talks about like him contacting the company and asking them to change the, the person's name, and they won't they won't do it. And then he like talks about how he's like obviously the, the story's not true. In fact, like he's like that, that's not true. So he writes a conversion of the story about how I, I don't know. It's it's a good look up Dave Barry, Dave cigarettes. It's funny stuff. But yeah, he's like basically they're telling the story about some fucking farmer. He's like this guy doesn't exist. That's not real. Like that's not a. Yeah. a a real person isn't out there doing that. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what the Mass Brothers did. These people are not real; they are a fiction created by these two brothers. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I bet the, the one who. <sighs> I think the one who looks like the fucking uh, 1870s John Lennon, I think he w- does not want to take the costume off. I think the other one, You
1: think he's he's in it for. Life. Yeah, he's
0: in it. And the other one is just like, <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of this frock, whatever the fuck it is he wears. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh man, man, I, I, this odd fucking sideways thing. Whenever I, I watch stuff like, you know, like like there will be blood, for example, it's like the 1800s, but it's also sweaty, and I'm always <laughs> just like, God damn, if you like, it, it's like whoa what's happening oh oh, uh uh uh, Ethan's patriotic porn fucking started blaring (laughs) (laughs) but like I watch these things where it's like like it was like the 1860s and they're out like in the fucking desert looking for gold or whatever but they're still wearing like church clothes oh fuck that oh god damn it (laughs)
1: yeah I don't want any job where I have to like wear uncomfortable clothes yeah no thank you not Uh, into it my friends I don't want to wake up early or wear uncomfortable clothes that's why I want to do comedy yeah that's why I want a
0: podcast man I'm not even wearing clothes right now I'm lying in bed
1: right now (laughs) great
0: Uh, my friend one time at his at his kid's birthday party it was like in July it was like 103 degrees and he's outside and he's fixing up all the fucking uh like like putting everything together it's so hot i was out there with him for like four minutes and he was wearing like long ass khakis and i was just for like I was like, how are you doing that right now i was like I'm just, i don't know it's khakis i was like why? how would that be what you pull out of the closet on a day like this you <laughs> fucking psychopath anyway sorry i just got a little livid about that
1: <laughs> i understand yeah uh but yeah, so that's the Mast Brothers. Don't buy their chocolate. Yeah, yeah, Ma-
0: mass produced, more like mass produced garbage. Hey. Fucking bull- bunch of mast hey. holes. Those guys are. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, worth it. It's worth it. Obviously, they made a ton of fucking money, and it was probably at a at a small, a small impact to their social life. I'd imagine maybe, but they're still <laughs> fucking doing. Uh, you know, they get to dress up like fucking you know turn of the century farmers all day, and I don't get to do that. You know, so yeah, so worth it. Would I do it? uh yeah probably
1: <laughs>
0: i would probably do that
1: Right. <laughs> well yeah that's the mass brothers uh thanks for listening everybody um this will come out let's see when will this come out pat
0: uh let me look at the old uh the magic calendar machine here
1: the 12th december 12th
0: uh yeah december yeah, yeah. December, december 12th and uh so I tell you what, December t- you got anything to, to, to plug, Cass?
1: I do. I'm going to be in Philadelphia on December 17th, opening for Josh Gondelman at Helium Comedy Club. That's going to be really fun. Also, the night before, I'm going to be watching Ring of Honor uh, in <laughs> Philadelphia. So if you are going to that show, come say hi to me. I'm going to be screaming for the Young Bucks. It's going to be fun.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this uh, Friday the 15th, uh, I'm going to be at Butt Coffee, um, hosting the Butt Coffee Showcase there it's going to be a bunch of comics coming from Houston that night that's going to be fun uh, and then an hour earlier I'm going to be out at Iron Cactus in West Austin if you're down with that trip but then the next night I'll be in Houston, Texas at the, super, at the Secret Group, we're doing 12,000 Degrees uh, it's their comedy rap battle show down there it's a fucking blast, it's always packed out they got DJs and shit and uh, it's going to be Vanilla Presley which is me Lane credit up versus Zach Brooks and Nick Merriweather so if you want to come watch those dudes cry because they're not as good as rapping as we are <laughs> show on up, show on up. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. That's what I got going. going. So sweet.
1: Well, yeah, thanks for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. We're LCS podcast on Twitter. Um, we have a Facebook page, lie, cheat and steal. Uh, really your your reviews on itunes really mean a lot so that's if you can do one thing that really yeah psyched. yeah, yeah. It, it makes us really psyched and we really appreciate it so yes. yeah um thanks for listening and don't get caught
0: don't get caught ladies and gentlemen <laughs> all right y'all take it easy bye bye you know